Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, we love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Can we clap our hands and celebrate the Lord? Are you excited to be here? Are you expectant? Do you believe God is touching you? How many of you believe that you're going to end this conference with a great testimony? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Tonight was deliberately designed by God for you. Hallelujah. What did I say? And I know that what God has intended for you will be established. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please do have your seat, glory of God. Hallelujah. Can we have the keyboard on strings at the background? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome to the beauty of the cross. You know, one of the things that can steal your encounter is attitude. When you have the wrong attitude, you miss out on what God wants to do for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Have the right attitude. Amen. It's possible to have a balance of concentration at the same time joy and excitement. It's possible. Amen. Praise God. So welcome to the beauty of the cross. Amen, 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 amen. We bless God. Amen. And I am trusting God that God is going to honor his word in our lives in a mighty way. Can we celebrate our bishop and mommy with a good, good clap offering, everybody? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Praise God. Tonight, I am privileged to bring the word of God to you. Amen. And my job tonight is to set you up for what God is going to do in our lives for the remaining days of this program. Amen. Praise God. So I'll, I'll be setting you up. Tell anybody, the pastor wants to set us up. Tell anybody, are you ready to be set up? Hallelujah. What do your neighbor say? Amen. Now, let's read Romans 1 verse 16 and verse number 17. Romans 1 verse 16 and 17. Romans 1 16, 17. Can we read it together? 1, 2, 3, 4, go. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. Yes, verse 17, let's go. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Let's go to verse 16 again. Now, Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. So, 
Number one, we see the gospel of Christ. Number two, we see the power of God. Number three, we see salvation. And then we also see believe, unless in our context, say faith. Somebody say faith. Now, before we read under translation, this scripture is telling us that all men need salvation. All men need salvation. Now, that salvation will come by the demonstration of the power of God. And the power of God is embedded in the gospel. And the power in the gospel is unleashed by faith. Did you hear that? So the scripture telling us that all men need salvation. All men need salvation. Now that salvation is going to come by the power of God. And the power of God is in the gospel of Christ. And that power in the gospel is unleashed by faith. And how does faith come alive? The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing. It means that there must be a preaching. There must be a preaching. So, a preaching leads to the activation of faith. Faith in the gospel releases the power that brings salvation to all men. Hallelujah. Now, when we talk about salvation, we're not just talking about that one's sins are forgiven and that one escapes the punishment of hell or the wrath of God. But we are looking at salvation is totality. How did man come to the place of the need for salvation? And then that now transports us to the book of Genesis chapter number 1. And the verse 1 down in chapter 2 and chapter 3. So we see in chapter 1 that God creates all things and says it was very good. I need to concentrate so as much as possible the movements can stop. And if the sound can be stable, uh, let it be stable. I want to concentrate. Thank you. The Lord bless you all. Hallelujah. This is a very serious meeting. No? It's about destinies. And what would change a person is not in the eloquence of the preacher, but in the preacher's ability to sense what God is saying at a particular time and drop it without distortion. That's what brings the change. Amen and amen. Are you still with me? Do you still love Jesus? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. I'm downloading, so any distraction disturbs me. Amen. I learned it from my father. Hallelujah. Downloading fresh bread for you. Fresh bread. This is not, it's not microwave. This is fresh. You like fresh food? <laughs> ah. So God created man and everything was perfect. And God gave an instruction. The day that you shall touch of this fruit and eat, you will die. And in chapter 3, man did that and death came. What was that death? It in our context, is the loss of what God placed on man in Genesis 1 verse 28. Can we have it? Can we have it? Are you, are you here with me? Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, 
fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and every and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So man was created and God placed man in a place of dominion. God placed man in a place of dominion. In our context, I'll say that God placed man in a place to be in charge. God made man his rep on earth. In fact, from God's program, everything that God made was brought under the control and lordship of man. So man was made to be lord over things. Man was not made to be lorded over things. But everything that God made, God brought man to be lord over it. By now, I'm sure your mind is thinking, it's going around. What are the things that are lording over you? After this conference, you walk in the reality of who you are in Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. God made man to be lord over things. God made man to be in charge over things. But then God told man that the day that you shall do this, you will lose that lordship. Hallelujah. And so when man did it, in chapter 3, of Genesis, we go in there. There is someone that's going to watch this video a week from today. You have been diagnosed of cancer. It will vanish as you say amen to this prayer. In the name of Jesus. Right in chapter 3 of Genesis, God now says, I will put an, verse 15, I will put an enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now, right there in this particular verse, God reveals but yet conceals. God reveals his program to bring man to that place of dominion. <laughs> He reveals it, but it's concealed to the devil. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. This is why you must be comfortable in Christ. Thank God we have this team. You must be comfortable in Christ. Why? Your destiny cannot be stolen by anybody. Your, the devil can't see your destiny and put it in a box and lock it with a padlock and throw the key in, in, in Mediterranean Sea. Hallelujah. God reveals right there in this verse number 15. God makes known his agenda for man's redemption. And yet the devil could not see it. So the fact that God revealed does not mean it's known to the devil. The fact that God gives a prophecy about your life in a meeting does not mean that your family demons have received the information and they will distort it. They don't understand what God said. If God said that you are the head, and not, if, if God said that you will build a house for everybody in your family, don't be afraid that the demons in your father's house will stop it. If God speaks, who stops it? The only one that stops is the one that decides to empower the devil in his direction. So, God reveals his program here. To bring man back into lordship. What are we talking about? We're talking about Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Don't, 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 don't be missed out. That's what we're talking about. And beauty of the cross is a place where we, as, as the church is, Dominion Chapel, we celebrate the word, the word, the word. And the operations of the spirit. Hallelujah. And so you must open your heart and receive the word. And then the Holy Ghost can now turn the water into wine. Amen. Amen. So we're talking about this place that all men need salvation. 
How did man come to the place of salvation? So, the salvation talking about here is not just the forgiveness of sins and man, you know, escaping hell. No, but it's the restoration of man to that, that rightful place of dominion. If, if, if salvation is all about your sins being forgiven, then as soon as you get born again, you should be raptured. Because the probability that you do something again is high, which you have been doing. So if all that salvation is about is that man, you know, your sins are forgiven and then you become holy and then you go to heaven, then as soon as you accept Christ, instantly you must go. But when you have accepted the Lord Jesus, Romans chapter 10 says that with the heart and man believes on the righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. As soon as you do that, you have begun a journey, a journey, a journey, a journey. In the realms of the spirit, legally, there has been a restoration. In your experience, you have begun a process of restoration. And this is the reason that the place of preaching becomes important. Why? Because it says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Why? Then you now begin to realize that faith will come by as we preaching. And as we are preaching, faith is alive. As faith is alive, you are unleashing the power of restoration in the gospel, in your direction. That is why the, 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 the extent of your work in what Christ has done is regulated by the abundance of truth that operates in you. The extent of your experience of what Christ has accomplished for you on the cross is regulated. That means it's limited or unlimited by the quantum and quality of the truth in you. What am I trying to say? It means that you can't go beyond what you know. As simple as that. You can't express beyond what you know. Amen and amen. Are you still here with me? And so people of God, man needed salvation. Why? Because he had missed out on this part of his life. Then God now sends his son. That's what it mentions here in verse 15. That the seed, it says that, and the woman, he said, and he said, he said, and I will put an image between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. And let me remind us of this, that the woman doesn't possess seed. Seed is in the man to give. So it's the man that introduces seed into the woman. Are you with me? So right here, in fact, this verse 15 is, is, <laughs> is so concentrated. It's saturated with truth. So right from this scripture, you realize that later on in the Bible, God begins to unravel this thing he said here, this thing he said here. And Isaiah of now prophesy and say that and a virgin was found. A virgin was found. He didn't say that and the virgin got impregnated by a man. Say he was, she was found. She was found. And then in the book of Luke and Matthew, he says something that uh, you shall be found with a child. He says, how shall this be? Because she will be found with a seed. The seed of God. And so from this scripture, you see how God is going to do his things. Hallelujah. 
And the seed here, according to Galatians chapter 3, is Christ Jesus. So what God was saying here is that, you know something, I'm about to release a seed. That seed will crush you. So when anybody accepts God's seed, that person accepts God's life. And the salvation begins. Please are you with me? So I am not ashamed of the power of God for Christ because it's the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes, what are we doing here in this conference? Faith cometh by hearing. We are bombarding you through these four days with the word of God. As the word comes and you begin to know where you are placed in Christ. You begin to know who you are with. You begin to know who, by whom you shall rule the earth. And what's going to happen is that the power of God begins to now express salvations around you. When man turned his back on God, everything turned their back on him. Salvation is to make everything that turned his back on you. As you turn your front to God, they turn their fronts to you. That's the whole idea. This is the reason I know in this four days, anyone that comes here sick must be healed. You are not going to go and come. You must be healed. Because it's the power of God unto salvation. This Christian walk is not some religion. It's a force to reckon with. The only way by which all men can be restored to God's original agenda for their life is through this gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not, it's not, it's not a joke. If all there is to Christians just read books, come and pray in church and let go, then that is not it. It's more than that. God has a beauty plan concerning you and I. God has an excellent plan concerning you and I. There's an excellent life you and I must live. This, this is not a talk. It's a reality. It's a reality. But our experience is limited because of how much of light has entered us. The more light you have, the more faith is at work. When the more faith is at work, the power in the gospel is revealed. When the power is revealed, then salvation is seen every day. Are you with me? So a, a, a perfect example is how that in the book of Acts, the man that was born crippled was in the meeting like this, beauty of the cross. And he was sitting there like that. And then Paul was preaching. Pastor Zai was preaching. Mama Pear was preaching. Prophet Demo was preaching. Bishop was preaching. As the preaching was coming, the Bible says, and Paul saw that he had faith to be healed. As soon as faith came alive, the power that brings salvation. What was the salvation the man needed? He had to walk. Why? Because in God's program, man was not made to stay in one place. In God's program, the man was designed with feet to walk. But his experience at that time was contrary to the divine agenda. What did he need? He had to be at the faith clinic. As he was seated. And the Bible says that he kept his gaze on Paul. And Paul was preaching. That's why I'm telling you here. The same power that did miracles in the days of the apostles, the same Holy Ghost that wrought mighty things in the days of William Brahma, the same Holy Ghost that wrought mighty things in the days of A. Allen, the same Holy Ghost that wrought mighty things in love of Catherine Coleman, the same Holy Ghost that did mighty things in the days of Hagen, Ken Hagen, the same Holy Ghost doing mighty things right down in other places. He's the same Holy Ghost here. But the issue is this where are you looking at? The man was there paying attention and the word was entering. For the entrance of thy word 
it giveth light and passeth understanding to the simple. As the word was coming, the man was there. Then Paul, so it means the people of God, people of God, people of God, it is possible for the preacher to gauge your faith level by the preaching as, as you are looking, I'm looking at you. When light enters a man, he can't sit in one place. Bishop made a statement here recently when he was telling us how he prays in the spirit. He said when he picks the word, he meditates. As he's meditating, begins to swell inside of him. Then the rabbi I get no idea. And so, if indeed the word is getting entrance into you, your face will even change. I'm telling you, is the truth? Is the truth? Today, as we're working, we, some of us came early. Some of us came early, and we're we're all working. Myself, Pastor Stanley, we're carrying chairs, carrying blocks because some of you didn't come didn't come. After all I've told you on Sunday. I know we are online. You should hear it from us. You didn't come. So your pastors were the one carrying chairs, arranging things for you to come and sit down. Hallelujah. So one of us was boldly going to that place to pack something. Then it was said that the snake there. Ah! Said somebody else should go. The same person was going there. Had been go- he had gone there like three times. But as soon as the word came, fear entered. And then when fear entered, attitude changed. The proof that you are receiving faith is that your attitude will change. Are you getting the whole idea? And the same person was going, he has been going there. He's gone, he's gone. Then now say, ah, there's snake there. He said, ah, I'm not going there again. No. He changed. You don't have to advise him. It's automatic. So the proof that you have faith is not your confession of faith. It's a change of attitude. Your change of action. Are you with me? When the word enters, you don't have to tell anybody. You will see it. You tell yourself, I can't be here anymore. God has made provision ahead of me. I can't sit here anymore. This is not my life. This is not how I am. Are you with me? You are praying for marriage. Stop praying. Get light. When light enters, one night you call that man to your house. There are times you are praying useless prayers. The prayer you should pray. Listen, he said that I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. It means people of God, when the gospel is at work, power is at work. And there's a change of story. You are praying useless prayers. I told the brother recently, I said, you know, he said something. And I said, have you spent time to study the spirit of faith? He said, no, sir. He said, then you have no right to say that faith doesn't work. You claim that you are tired of what you are in, but how has the tiredness led you to pick the scriptures and find out what is the word saying? Have you spent days in a fast telling God, open my eyes to see? Because see, truth is truth. There's power in the gospel. Stop that lazy attitude. Lately, when I hear young people say, I'm depressed, I feel like slapping you. You're not serious. You're not serious. Any man that broke through had to be wild in search. Because God cannot be lying. Paul said, I'm not ashamed. Ah, a man who was so zealous and he was killing people, thinking that he was doing the right thing. Brother, brother Steve was a very handsome man. 
freedom, I'm telling you. Very handsome man. And Brother Paul collected the clothes of those who were stoning him. They stoned and killed the guy. He wasn't moved. When the gospel hit him, hi! When they got, who could convince Paul? But when the gospel, the power of the gospel hits Paul the apostle, he said, I'm the least of the least. Paul said, these are my credentials, but I count them as dung. Do you understand? Peter was a timid man. Could betray Christ. At, what that guy did was worse than Judas. Judas said once. Yeah, he was, you know, there, there's a school of thought that think, say that Judas did what he did because he knew that Christ had power. So his mindset was that we need money to do ministry. So if, if I sell him out, ah, we've seen him. I mean, one time they went for a program. They came to catch him. Jesus did like this. They fell down. Say, ah, he can't do it. So he went to that mindset. So you know that Charlie, the guy had proper plans. He had mapped out everything. The escape route, everything. Prison break. Everything. He had done everything. Not knowing that said the master was not ready to do any something. So I'm sure at the time that Christ says that, don't you know that I can command angels? Say, uh-huh. I said it over here, over here, over here. Then the man didn't do it. He said, ah! It was once. But brother Peter, See, let me tell you about Brother Peter. Brother Peter, Brother Peter, amen. Brother P. Uh-huh. Who walked on water apart from Jesus? Who saw Elijah and Moses apart from James and John? Brother P. I can go on and on. Brother P. Twice he saw Christ fish where there was no fish. Brother P. Brother P had more information for him to go and deny Christ. But three times consistently, no fail. He said, I don't know him. Me, who in the crowd? So you always say, me. How? Who is, who is he? Where is he from? I've never heard. I'm not, I'm not even in this time. I don't even know him. Three times. Cock, crow, go. He did again. Cock, crow, go. Christ told him. He still did it. Timid man. With all that he had experienced in Jesus Christ, he gave him up. Three times. Consistently. He was very, that one there, he was very consistent. You know, people of God, when the power of the gospel came upon him, the same Peter said, you guys killed my savior. The same power. Don't tell me there's no power in Jesus Christ. Stop that. Stop that nonsense. It's a dimension of wealth I must walk in. I'm walking it's not because of God. It's not God. There, there are insights. That is what Pastor Peter Rock told us at that time. There are dimensions in light. That you must sacrifice. God, uh, which of you give your precious stuff to anybody on the street? No. You call a friend and say, you know, you know, you are very special to me. This I won't tell anybody, it's you I can tell. They now drop a secret. Because you can trust. How have you trusted? You, 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 you trust the person through over time of relationship. And then you entrusted the person with a treasure. The, 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 the pearls of God's life are entrusted to those who go to the chambers of God. Not those on the, at the gates, not pressing bell. I told you before, you see a, a, a rich man and you know this man can help you. You have a business idea. I said, bring it. Brought to the office. I said, wow, this is, this is very brilliant. Wow, wonderful. So you know what? 
come to my house to this time, I will, I will, I will sponsor you. And then you, if I don't even wait for the manifestation of testimony, come to church, you write your name with Dick in Aoku, he gives you one minute, and you share, and you're happy. You met the man on Saturday, he says, Monday. He even showed you the check he has written, he's yet to sign everything. The Monday, say be there at seven, be there at five. You are at the gate waiting. There are dogs, you are not bothered. You have even quoted scriptures, even though I walked the valley of the dead, I fear no evil. God is with me here. The Lord who has started, it will finish it. A man opens the gate at eight o'clock and tells you, uh, wonderful, you are a very brilliant young man. See, the thing about God is that God has a way of opening doors through prayer. And then he encourages and anoints your head. And you leave with annoyance. What happened? Discussions went on in the chambers. The wife said she didn't like it. Rubbed the hand on the man's head. Spoke a few words. Whispered them. The man changed his heart. <laughs> Who can turn the mind of God around? But Moses did it. Wait, oh. Moses look at God's face and told that, uh, sir, wait, 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 wait. You want to kill them? <laughs> so you give me time. Listen to me. If you kill these people, they will say you're a, you're a bad man. You're a wicked God. That you brought them from Egypt to come and kill them here. God says, uh, Bible says, and God repented. Street hawkers cannot do things in the boardroom. It's those in the chambers. This gospel is the power of God. It, it brings salvation. Please don't confuse anybody. It's the truth. Don't let your laziness make us think that God is not working. Stop that. This cross, there's beauty on it. In him we have life. With him we have fellowship. By him we rule. It is true. And yet lie. And yet lie. How many of you have been to school and you understood the subject just by being in class looking at it and I didn't read again? I told them recently in one meeting, I said that reading Pasco is not a guarantee you pass your exams. Try it in accounting. They just take the for and put off. That off in that statement has changed the whole question. So they, will, they won't change the figures. The figures are there. Everything is there. But off. <laughs> you go off. The past questions are there for you to solve to get the concepts. The concept. What did I say? The concept. The concept. The concept. Now, when you when you are master of the concept, no matter how they twist the question, you know how to handle it. Bible says unto Moses, he knew the ways of God, but unto Israel, the acts of God. Men that know the ways of God can reproduce God's acts at will. Uh, are you here? So in these days, you shall be flooded with light. Sky. Write them down. Open your heart. Take it. Go back and labor in it. Are you with me? Pray for Dola. A testament about that man. A diagnosis of cancer. Ah. Got books. Took his Bible went to his basement and was there 
He was there. He was there. He was there. Until he sensed that there's been a change in his body. They went back and they checked. It was gone. You don't have the waiting power. That's your problem. This gospel works. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation. You know how I enjoyed my healing? I read in Ephesians that I'm seated with him. He said far above all present powers, including sickness. I said, no way. This thing can't be in my body again. I got to know that if any man be in Christ, if any man be in Christ, if any man be in Christ, that's my liberation. In Christ. Frankly, I stop. The only prayer I pray when I'm going to sleep is thank you, Jesus. I don't pray prayers like, Father, as we go to bed, any demon in my father's house, my mother's house, that will come here, Lord, kill them. No, we won't waste tongues for that. Because I read in the scriptures that I am heaped with Christ in God. Sometimes I talk to some of my friends. You hear some, some, no, no, no friends. Colleagues in ministry. Oh, you know, how are you? Oh, bro, I'm fine by you. I, I, you know, I, I went to this, this town in Volta region to do program. And then as soon as I got back, my waist. When I came, my wife too has a headache. And my son too, they're all sick. So an attack came. Did I die on the cross? Did I die on the cross? Did I call myself? Whose name did I use? So what's their problem with me? Their problem with you, not me. But you see, when you don't know, when you have not labored and found out the reality of matters, they will deal with you. In these days, hey, you will see light in the name of Jesus. Some of the sisters here must marry this year. I'm not giving you a prophecy. I'm giving you homework. I'm giving you homework. Ask yourself, Lord, is it your program remain like this? God said, No. Then, Lord, why? Lord, don't ask you why. Hold on. Show me your word. You have graduated for the past six years, no job. Is that your testimony? Is that God's program for you? No. Why is it not happening? I have not found something. Several times we stood and told you that pick your application, look for a company, go and drop it. They will employ you. You have not done it because what I said. You had an information, not the spirit of the information. And the spirit does not come necessarily from the altar. In fact, you can actually catch the spirit of a word from the altar depending on your spiritual capacity and frequency. Did you hear that? But when you are dull in spirit, you will need to do extra classes. You do extra classes, you do summer classes, you will do <laughs> for some of you weekday service you need it in fact you have to go for weekday service you have to organize private bible study for your life you need to have friends to pray with you because a man of God once said you need the intensive care of the spirit because where your spirit is you need quickening there are others that sit in a service and as the word is coming they are drawing the spirit they get up and they move 
But there are others, they need six more months' classes. But I pray for grace for us. Rise to your feet. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Unto salvation. This gospel is about Jesus Christ. And everything the gospel says, the days remaining, you will hear about it. I pray that our eyes will open to see where we are. We'll get to know who is with us. We'll get to know by whom we rule. In the name of Jesus Christ. Are you ready for lights? Are you ready for encounters? Are you ready for encounters? Lift your two hands. Speak in tongues. Say, Lord, I receive light. I receive light. I receive light. I receive light. Oh. Oh. Lift your voice, lift your two hands and pray. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Light is coming my way. The power of the gospel is opening up to me. Lift your spirit up. Lift your eyes on your people. Open me up to the lights of the gospel. Your situation will change. In fact, I prophesy with my eyes open. It has changed. Lift your voice. 
Lord Jesus. Your marriage must work. <laughs> Your marriage must work. Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you want to know why? Jesus Christ said that that because of the hardness of your heart Moses allowed it to be so but in the beginning it was not so. So the problem is the hardness of heart. Hardness of heart. What causes hardness of heart? The voice of strangers. But God said in Jeremiah and Ezekiel, he said, in the last days, I will give them a new heart, a new heart. When you became born again, that hard heart was dealt with. And therefore, I speak in the name of Jesus. Any marriage in this service or online that is going through chaos, abuse everywhere. Things are going chaotic. I speak, let there be light now in the name of Jesus. Can I hear better amen from saints here? We rescue that marriage from chaos in the name of Jesus. We speak peace in that marriage. And lately a lot of people fall sick. All kinds of sicknesses. All kinds of sicknesses. But on that cross, my gospel, the gospel of Christ says, is the power of God. Is the power of God. Is the power of God on the salvation. We hereby stand in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I decree and declare any sickness in your body, any sickness in the body of your husband, in the body of your wife, any sickness in the body of your mother, your father, your uncle, anyone you know who is under the, the torment of sickness in the name of Jesus. For he sent for this word and his word healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. I decree you are healed right now. 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 You are set free from the power of cancer. You are set free from leukemia. You are set free from high blood pressure, low blood pressure. You are set free from a kidney that is deteriorated. You are set free from a leaf. Ayakata pelo shataya. Says, look at me. Look at me. Imagine you have gone to pay fully for a, an item. And then you have asked the person whom you have paid for 
to enjoy, to go and pick it. And the person gets there. And then an employee in the company says, you have no pay, only take it. And then the person calls you. Tell me which of you will go there smiling. Tell me, which of you? Oh, you don't you know I paid for this item? Give it to him, please. You go, what nonsense is this? What madness is this? Two things. Either you go there in person or you send the receipt. Tonight, I'm telling you, God is not sending receipts. He's come himself. I am shouting this way because Christ, Christ took care of it. Christ took care of it. Ah, the gospel I believe tells me that he took away my infirmities. He bore my sicknesses. This Jesus is real. He's not some storybook. Ah, the world is confused. But that's the mystery of God. It's the mystery of God. And Paul said, we talk about the mystery of God. The wisdom of God in the mystery. The wisdom that was from the ages ordained for our glory. It's a mystery that he took the base things of this earth to confound the wise. Ah, Christ has made the wisdom of God unto us. Righteousness and power. I can't mention everything that you are going through. That you are held bound by. For he that the son of God sets free is free indeed. When the son is setting you free, he sends his word. I send his word to you right now. He said he has paid for it. You are not owing there. I hereby decree that you are liberated by the power of God. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands and shout to the Lord. You may be here tonight. You may be here tonight or you're watching us live on Facebook. And you have not made that decision. Or you have not accepted the gift of God. Jesus Christ. I want to give you an opportunity right now. I want you to know that for he that has the son has life. But he that does not have the son does not have life. And he that believes on him is not condemned. I want you to come and enjoy this fellowship with the father. So if you're out there, you're not born again. I want to say with me. I'm let me say this with me because you might not know how to pray, but let me just help you a little bit. But let your hearts can the church help us lead people to Christ? Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice on the cross. I believe that you are the Son of God. I confess it that you are the Son of God and that you came to die for me to pay the debt. That I'll be reconciled to God. Today, with my heart, I believe. With my mouth, I confess that you are Lord and you are Lord of my life. Thank you that by your grace, my sins are forgiven. Thank you for accepting me as your very own. I love you for loving me in Jesus' name. Can we clap and celebrate God for that wonderful decision? That somebody has made. And before I leave, I want to say, I'm not going to tell you to look for a Bible-believing church. That would be murder. How can a child born today? You tell the child to go look for milk to drink. 
camped here. Let's teach you the ways of God. For you don't know where to find the milk. There's milk here. We feed you the milk. May you be blessed. Father, we love you. We thank you. Tomorrow, don't miss the meeting in the morning. It's 7.30. Don't miss it. Tell anybody, don't miss it.